Well, hello, and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we're here to bring you the word of the Lord to help encourage you to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and as per usual, I count it a blessing and an honor to be here with all of you on this episode number 89 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, we are talking general audiences today, and our lesson is around a missing article of clothing. Yes. So please go ahead and take this time to get your notebook, your Bible, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blend Encourages You is coming to you with the lesson behind the missing baseball cap. That's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, we're going to get started in just a few moments. Want to establish protocol and say thank you so much for tuning in to all of my longtime and also first-time listeners. We're just blessed to have you as part of the listening audience. And for my first-time listeners, you can go ahead and become part of the BCU family by just subscribing to the podcast. You can either do that on Stitcher Radio, iTunes, or on Google Play, or if you're on the BlendCouragesYou.com site, you can subscribe there as well. And you're all set. You're part of the official BCU family. All right, BCU family, let's get into our story. So as this is being recorded, it is summertime in New England. And for many of us, that means a family vacation. So in prep for our trip to the southern part of the country where it is super hot right now, I bought Peanut, aged seven, a baseball cap. Now, while the baseball cap looked very cute, its main purpose was to protect that little head from the hot summer sun. During various points of the trip, I found myself asking and reminding this little one about wearing and keeping up with that hat. Now, fast forward to today, where it is raining, and it's been raining pretty hard for most of the day. In an unsuccessful attempt to dodge raindrops, Peanut gets into my car, and our conversation goes something like this. I ask, where's your hat? And Peanut says very quietly, I don't know. So then I ask, hmm... Do you know where your fidget spinner is? Stay with me, BCU family, stay with me. And Peanut says emphatically, yes! And I ask Peanut, what's the point of me asking you that question about that fidget spinner? And Peanut says that I don't know where the important things are, but I do know where the not so important things are. Now, I will admit, BCU family, that his response was pretty impressive for a second grader. It also sparked a couple of thoughts. Now, many of you listening and reading may be thinking, well, he's only seven. Kids lose things all the time. 
Boys are just like that. Get over it, Blen. It's only a cap. Go buy him another hat, Blen. And you know, I hear all of these points loud and clear, no doubt. And you all have a case for the points that you're making in your head. Let's look at this from a natural and a spiritual perspective. We all have, well, we all should have a level of responsibility for certain things. Now, I would not expect a 10-month-old child to drive an actual vehicle, but that child could pick up a toy and put it back in the toy box upon request. When my daughter was little, maybe I'm thinking around 16 to 18 months, something like that, when I asked her to go get me a diaper to change her, she understood me enough to do just that. She would march on over to where the diapers were and bring me a new one. So that was a sign <laughs> that she could also start to potty train. She understood what I said. She could potty train as well. And I have to tell you, BCU family, that she was fully potty trained uh, right around the age of two with minimal accidents. My point here is that many times, and I know that there can be some exceptions, but many times children are capable of much more than we think they are. And as parents, grandparents, aunties, uncles, godparents, whatever your role is in a child's life, we should be assigning responsibility to our children according to their ability. I'm gonna say that again. We should be assigning responsibility to our children according to their ability. In addition, we also need to teach and consistently reinforce the consequences of evading our responsibilities as well. This in part helps our children to grow up to be mature, responsible adults. And in most cases, again, there's exceptions to every rule. So now that we've looked at this naturally, let's take a look at this in a spiritual sense. So this parable opens up with a Lord and three servants. The story is, is that the Lord has to go away for a while and he calls in these three servants in order to give them talents or money to take care of while he's away. So he gives the first servant five talents. He gives the second servant two talents and the third servant one talent. And what's interesting here, BCU family, is in verse number 15 of Matthew 25, he gives out the talents according to the servant's ability. So that Lord knew exactly which servant could handle what. He obviously knew them well. So the Lord goes away and then comes back. And the day finally comes where the servants have to reconcile with their Lord as to what they did with the talents while the Lord was away. 
So the servant that had received the five talents gained five more. And the servant that received the two talents, he gained two more, much to the delight of the master who told them, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Now, when it came time for the servant with the one talent for his reconciliation conversation, we're going to go straight to the scriptures for this. So head on down to verse number 24 in Matthew chapter 25. And it reads, Then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you had not sown and gathering where you did not scatter seed. And I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. Verse number 26 says, But his Lord answered and said unto him, You wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown, and I gather where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers, and at my coming, I would have received my own back with interest. Verse 28 goes on to say, Therefore, take the talent from him and give it to the one who has ten talents. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will have in abundance. But from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. And verse number 30 says, And cast the unprofitable servant into outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Now take note, BCU family, that the servant was called wicked and lazy because he did nothing with his talent. Now, yes, he knew where the talent was, but because of his inaction, it was as good as lost because it was taken away, never to be recovered again. And on top of that, he was cast out to darkness where there was sorrow, sadness, crying, and regret. What a tragic ending to this servant's story and his life. And I don't know about you, my BCU family, but I certainly don't want that end. And I'm sure that you don't want that end to your story and your life either. So all of that was said, BCU family, to say this, that with the help of God and his grace, we should never, ever flippantly or casually treat what God has given us to do. Some talents 
gifts, and opportunities are ones we may not be able to get back. We don't always get a second chance. And when the time comes for us to talk to the Lord about this, and we all will, we can't say, Lord, well, I didn't know what to do because God tells us what to do. We can't say to the Lord, well, I was afraid because the Lord says that I am with you. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but a spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. You didn't have to fear. We can't say to the Lord, well, I was too young because our creator knows exactly what we're capable of. He knows our ability. And he doesn't go by age. He goes by what he knows that we can do. And it is our responsibility with God's grace and help to do what we can to gain more talents, to flourish in what it is that he's assigned us, to win more souls to the kingdom, for example, or excel in the ministry that God has given us, whether that's ushering, praise and worship, cleaning the church, taking care of your family, being a witness on your job, preaching, teaching. It doesn't matter what the Lord has assigned you to do. We are to flourish in it, not to hide or do nothing with our godly assignment. Well, BCU family, I am prayerful that this post was a blessing, confirmation, and also for those of us that have talents that are buried, a nudge for you to go and dig those talents up while you still have time and put them to work for our amazing God. Now, I will admit that it's easier and more comfortable to sidestep our duties. Inevitably, we will have to give an account to God for everything that he has given us to steward over. And what do we really want the Lord to say to us? Well done, thou good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many. Enter into the joy of the Lord. So BCU family, as we get ready to bring this podcast to a close, we do have some questions of the post, and those are as follows. If you are burying your talents, if you are, what are you going to do? What active steps are you going to take to unbury and start doing what the Lord is asking you to do? For those that are working within your talents, how do you stay focused? Is there a struggle for you to continue doing what God says, even in the face of adversity? I'll tell you what, I'd love to talk about this more in the comments section. So if you're not already here, head on over to the blendcouragesyouth.com site, leave us a message in the designated area, and let's talk all about talents, okay? All right, and once again, I want to extend an invitation to those of you who have not officially joined the BCU family. You can do it today. It's free. It's free, and it's a great place to get encouragement, inspiration, and information based on the Word of God. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button 
and every time there is a post that comes out, you will be one of the first ones to get it right in your inbox. Additionally, if you happen to be listening to the podcast on one of three areas, you can subscribe that way too. Those three areas, once again, are Stitcher Radio, iTunes, and Google Play. Additionally, you can also catch us on the daily. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. There's encouragement for you there. And we are also on YouTube weekly with the BCU Word of the Week. So you can take whatever vehicle works best for you and hit blendcouragesyou.com for your dosage of encouragement. All right, BCU family, we're going to get ready to close out. So I want to say thank you all so much for tuning in. Definitely do appreciate and I'm praying for each and every one of you all. And I pray that you do the same for me as well. Lord will, until the next time that we are together. May our God bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you, give you peace, and bless you to be a good and faithful servant as you stay on the wall.